Howdy friends, it's Greg Milby, and welcome to the Lyrics and Laughs podcast, a podcast where we analyze, discuss, and recite the lyrics of great country music like poetry with our non-country music loving friend Kenny in a feeble attempt to convert him so we can play it all the time in the office. And there is no doubt we will spend quite a bit of time off topic. In this episode, we shine the spotlight on Barbara Mandrell and her number one country classic, I Was Country When Country Wasn't Cool. And now it's episode number 29 of the Lyrics and Laughs podcast. All right, the cast of characters all accounted for. Right beside me to my left, he is Dr. Chuckles, Joe Bennett. Guys, we're back together again. It feels so good to be here tonight. I'm so happy to be with you. Okay. Right across from me, Jeremy. Right in the eyes with those big, round, cow-like eyes of his. Mm. He is Captain Poetry, Eric Clemens. In the flesh, baby. And a guy that so far in our pre-podcast meeting has quoted quite a bit of country things. I think we may be on to something. Temporarily, he is not a fan, Kenny Rambo. I think that's disingenuous. I do like that you're going to know more about country music and the history of all of it than most like just regular everyday fans. This is pretty exciting. Yeah. I'm trying to think what I can liken that to because there are other things I don't like that I know about. Okay. Cream cheese stones. (laughs) stones. But I mean, you've, you've done well so far remembering, you know, past episodes, lyrics to songs, stories about artists. Yeah. We, we, Kenneth, we were talking about who sang this song and we said it was Barbara Mandrell, but it's with George Jones in this <clears throat> live version of this mm-hmm. song. And, and Kenny recognized George asked if we had done a song about him before. And he remembered the story about George Jones driving the, driving the tractor, the lawnmower yeah. to, to get his alcohol. That get he his alcohol. Yep. Okay. That's what stuck with me. All right, as we mentioned on this episode, it is Barbara Mandrell, I Was Country When Country Wasn't Cool, written by Kai Fleming and Dennis Morgan, uh, released April of 1981, lead single from the album Barbara Mandrell Live, went number one and actually was nominated as single of the year by both the CMA and the ACM awards organizations. So, um, but the word live in this album is... I guess in quotations or asterisk behind it because it really wasn't live. No. Now there's applause. So it makes it sound like it's done at, you know, some award show or something. And when she says, or uh, when, when George Jones comes up to sing, people start applauding, but it's really just done in the studio. Uh, Also disingenuous. Yeah. We should have an applause when we come on the air. Greg, for this, can you put applause? Yeah. Can we get that from now on? Hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, the Lyrics and Laughs podcast. Really? Okay. I mean, we can do anything in post-production. That was fast, bro. We're going to listen back to this. The booze is going to be booze. (laughs) (laughs) It's for sure going to be booze when we listen back to this. It's got to be changed out. Yeah. Uh, This song was uh, an interesting song because it was right at this transition where... You know, now you hear people talk about pop country and maybe country artists don't look like country artists and maybe don't sound like country artists and songs don't necessarily sound like country songs. Well, this song was one of those songs that as it was uh, Urban Cowboy 
that movie was popular. And so the line dance craze was there. And this was one of those songs that was kind of falling into that modern feel of country at that time. Yeah, so Neil, Tenny had asked the question when we told him the name of the song. He said, wait, when was country cool? And Urban Cowboy did bring in this popularity for uh, country music and uh, neo-country, as they called it. And uh, last week, we talked about George Strait. And so George Strait and those type of artists came in after that neo-country style and brought brought back a more traditional style. So we're kind of going backwards here a little bit from last week, but... Yeah, I'm confused by the timeline, but a little more <laughs> confused by the fact that, like, we've been on topic with the song, way like, pretty too long. solid. I, I feel like Eric should be entering with the story at this point. Oh, I, what do you, what do you want to know about? Because uh, there I was a guy named Dave Dudley a, uh, who was a uh, country give music you a watermelon update, real quick. <laughs> oh, oh an update know. on the watermelon? Yeah, we haven't had one of those. I think last time we talked about this, um, the couch and the kitchen island were on their way to the dump. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we're all pl- proud to uh, announce that the new kitchen island is going to be installed tomorrow. Um, the house has been cleaned. And uh, this is the last step to, to putting the house back together. So a round of applause again, Greg. And some booze for ruining my oh, house. You want one? Okay. You know, I can give you that too. Intertwined. There you go. I can't. I'm looking so forward to what he puts in there. <laughs> There's no telling. <laughs> so this is, I think we're around like episode, I don't know, 29, 30, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. So I'm going back. We did episode 21 was the watermelon crawl, but that was not about the watermelon story yet. Right. Right. That was actually episode 25 somewhere mm-hmm. in, in there. So, I mean, th- this is an ongoing saga. This yeah. is weeks. Yeah. But after today, I will never mention it again. You mean it? Unless Greg's in the room. Okay. Oh, I feel like we all want the final number. Oh, zero. Oh, I, I there are no watermelons know. left. Have... We cut them all down. They've been mowed over. It's It's gone. Good. Uh. There's there can be no other people harmed in the making of your watermelons. See, I am and it, I've discussed this with numerous people that are watermelon aficionados. You know, watermelon aficionados. I made that up. Um, is there a magazine? <laughs> I, get I'm it, I get it. I get Sure, there is a magazine. Greg Milby would definitely be on the cover if there <laughs> <Yeah>. were. <laughs> also, Insurance Weekly. <laughs> so my watermelon aficionados say that. You put your watermelon in the breakfast nook area, which has direct sunlight, but it was also near a heating and air vent. So one side of the watermelon was getting the air from the air conditioning and the other side was getting sunlight, which was causing an issue in the change of temperatures, which caused your watermelon to explode. This is a podcast about climate change. Tinted window. Oh, it's okay if he talks about the watermelon. By the way, what the, it's tinted window. T- well, that doesn't even do t- anything. Tinted with it. window. No, By he the way, comes through with that. And also, the window and the air vent were on the same side. Bill Nye, if element. you're listening, we're going to need you to so, weigh in. I'm going to go ahead and say this debate is better than the one I watched last night. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the funniest thing I saw after the debate. So we have a friend who's been uh, was in Honduras during uh, when COVID hit. And uh, she got stuck there. She's been there for 260 some days, and she finally came back this week, got to come back into the country after not being here nine months. Again, had had traveled to Honduras with plans to be there for... It was from January to April. She was going to be there from January to April. That gets extended. 
she doesn't get to come home until September. Yes. So she is in Honduras for, what is that, like to May, June, July, August, September, five extra months, and she shared what... Yesterday. She, she landed, I think, September 25th or 26th and um, was sitting, I guess, on, on her couch watching the debate, took a picture of the screen and said, I'm ready to go back to Honduras. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I made it like five minutes, maybe 10. I, I just couldn't do it. Oh, I, I watched like the I whole thing. Oh, yeah, I was, I was in. I was okay. in like flying, baby. I was, so So Greg has a huge fish tank at, at his house that has turtles in it, and every now and then they get a treat in the form of like a hundred live fish, feeder fish that get dropped in there. And watching that when I walked into Greg's house today was so entertaining. Um, I feel like, you know, I was watching that last <laughs> night because it couldn't take your eyes off of it. <laughs> you know, we might get a larger audience by just live streaming his turtle tank. That's probably not a bad idea. Okay. Oh, we, we, but it's just audio only. (laughs) 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 Or, or you, you play some kind of horror film soundtrack behind it. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome to the, uh, turtles eat fish podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm sure that's already taken (laughs) again. Everyone has a podcast. So yes, by the way, today, as we, as Eric would say, film this podcast in the flesh. <clears throat> Today is International Podcast Day. Wow! Look at us, international, international, international. <clears throat> what did you guys get me? The podcast. Oh, oh, great! Great. <laughs> I, I already had three of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I went above and beyond. Did you really? I got you COVID. <laughs> <laughs> So speaking of International Podcast Day, how many countries are we in now, Greg? Uh, at last count, it was 23 countries and 37 states. Okay. We're in almost as many countries as states. That math doesn't add up. No, we're huge in Asia. Yeah. Are people yeah. are people mailing in uh, who's listening to yes. this? Is that yep. what's happening? Yep. So some, some yeah. of these... Uh, uh, well, what Greg what, does... What do you call them? Likes? Uh, re- reports? Um <laughs> Reviews. I mean, listen, listen. We make fun of Greg being old. But you, you trying to describe how podcasts and technology work is the best. Yeah, yeah. I'm not good at it. At least I own it, though. Uh, finally, yeah. Yeah, Greg, Greg. What Greg does is when we record this podcast after he after he edits it, Film he it. individually mails the podcast to those folks that request it. So that's that's why you more subscribe because you haven't mailed to all the states yet, right? Yes. Yeah, I mean, some don't have floppy disks. So well, and you know how the postal service is this time yeah, of year. You know, I mean, it's yeah. it's tough right some now. Some states want floppy disks. Some want a flash drive. Others want a CD. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's depending. What kind of CD? A, a, a circle one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's what it is. Yep. Oh, peanuts. <laughs> Which will come up in the lyrics when we get to it, but we're only eleven minutes in. Yeah, so. we've got another. Golly, we got nine minutes to spare, boys, until people fast forward to the 20-minute mark to get to the song. So, t- 
talking a little bit more about the song no, where Greg, where Greg, <laughs> don't you dare. We have got a system you know, going. We've got a model here. You're going to cause people are going to jump forward 20 minutes. We're going to be part of the way into the lyrics. And we all can. Well, we won't yeah. get to the lyrics by that point. No, they're just going to be confused. They don't want to. Right now, the people that do stick around for the first 20 minutes are going to be so mad if we start talking about the song. They want to hear. They well, we've already hear talked jib- about the song. So, well, they just want to hear. You're a clown. You're a clown for talking about this song. <laughs> wow, Eric with new material. <laughs> oh, um, man. The debate just continues to <laughs> just bring so much joy. All right, on the count of three, we're all going to act like we're a part of last night's debate. Are right, you ready? One, two, I just want to shut up, man. Just shut up. Be quiet. Here's the deal. You and yours is the deal. Just proclaim it right now. Folks, here's the deal. It's over. Question's over. Question's over. Well, that was a fun segment. We were talking today, like, regardless of political beliefs or whatever, how do you debate Trump? And I was coming up with some ideas I just thought that would be fun. It's like, you know, when he is starting to get you know, a little loud or whatever. And he's interrupting. I think what I would do is I, I would just go crazy too. And just be like, or do you cheaper? A cheaper, cheaper. A <laughs> Every time he said something, that's what I would do. And then just, I would become a crazy person. That's what I, that's, that's my, why have we style. not in these debates said, okay, you have this amount of time and your microphone is off. We talked the about other that person today. Is right. I mean, how many of us have, thanks to COVID, had the experience of just muting someone, like on the Zoom call or whatever? Greg muted yeah. Eric last week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. We can do that with our podcast. They That's can't actually that out where some of the new numbers from other countries came. We actually picked up listeners because of that. Oh, okay. Very good. Or better yet, if they were like in soundproof tunnels, mm. that like only one of them could, could hear and speak at a given time and then like it lifted yeah and it was the next person's turn like that's or that's every time spectacle. you mentioned the name of your competitor in the election or said something negative about them you had to pay their campaign five hundred dollars oh no mm-hmm. or or they each get a pavlock that's what i was getting ready to say <laughs> yeah yep and the the moderator can just shock them every time they're Which out of line. Would be fantastic. Oh my, I would have not checked out if that was going on. No, I'd I'd still be watching. I'd have it on the DVR, yeah. but I'd be doing that instead of this. So th- <laughs> well, there's still a chance. We've talked. There's three debates. So if you do one, we've already let the one go. That's okay. the free fall. There you go. The so next one would be the one where ever and somebody mentioned Samuel L. Jackson as a moderator. Yeah, you take care of that, and then you shut their microphones off. And the third one, you put a shot collar on. I, yeah, I think the Pavlock is the way to go. So, Commission on Presidential Debates, if you're listening, and we know you are. <laughs> well, yeah. That's day one stuff there. Hey, look, you don't even have to attribute that idea. Folks are going to know it came. It happened here first. Hey, guys, I just got a letter in the mail that says <laughs> that says that's what they're going to do in the next presidential debate. Outstanding. Got, they're sitting at the Resolute desk, right? They got the nuclear button on their right, and, they, and they've got the lyrics and last podcast on their left, right? So, I mean, that's how it works. Well, all right. Good news that's is exactly Cleveland. Visual of that. That's pretty good. Cleveland rocks again. So. Oh, that's yeah. That's yeah. where the debate was. That's Sorry, I was, I was slow for a second. Speaking of dumpster fire, um, have y'all ever been to Cleveland? <laughs> well, that goes the tourism sponsor. <laughs> Man, we were about to land that Cleveland tourism sponsor. Thirty-six deal. states. <laughs> hey guys, uh, we've got your uh, your first uh, sponsorship. It's the city of Cleveland. 
Nah, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just keep not making money at this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, Mr. Gaddy's called. <laughs> I, we, we went to Cleveland. Uh, this has been a few years back, but but UK was playing, University of Kentucky, sorry, basketball was playing uh, Notre Dame in the, in the, in the tournament, the, the March Madness tournament. And we drove up. Now, Eric and his wife were staying the night in Cleveland. Uh, we'd gotten some really... And no- I came home with a rash. <laughs> from from Kelly from or Cleveland. Yeah, okay, Cleveland. Cleveland. <laughs> uh, and we we stayed in, we had really nice tickets. And um, the, the other part of our group, which included me, we drove up to Cleveland from Elizabethtown, which is, well, how, five and 18 and a half hours. hours. No, it's longer than five because oh. to Columbus, it's five, I think, yeah. four or five. So, I mean, I think it's eight hours. We drove up Saturday morning after an Easter egg hunt that I had to, to help host it at our church drive up there, watch the game. They win, which was awesome. Yeah. And then when the game was over, we got back in our vehicle and drove eight hours back to Elizabethtown. It was awful. And say so. Yeah. Yeah. Six hours and seven minutes, according to the Google. It felt longer. I'll go ahead and tell you that. I hung out in the lobby with uh, other fellow UK fans and then went upstairs and slept in a nice, comfortable bed. And we did some shopping the next day and came home. So you didn't offer for Eric and I mean Joe and his wife to stay with you guys? Well, Andrea wasn't with me. Yeah, Andrea was, wasn't there. It was an odd group. Yeah. <laughs> there was our friend's parents were with that's, us. That's interesting that either one of you could say that. It's an odd group. <laughs> yeah. We didn't even go to together. Uh Kelly and I drove up by ourselves. Yeah. You all like went in one car, right? Yep. Five of you. Yep. And I drove the whole way home and sang Eric church songs the entire time. The the river in Cleveland literally caught on fire once. That's true. That is true. I didn't know that was possible. I'm going to do some research and see how many listeners we have in Cleveland because we're going to have to make that up now somewhere else. <laughs> no, I'm sure they agree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure Cleveland's a, a nice place somewhere part of it. You know, we, we got, corner. we were at that 11 minute mark and Greg was trying to get us back on the song. And then we went into politics and made fun of Cleveland and we've lost so many listeners. Again, <laughs> yeah, I can edit all this out if we want to. It's just applause for 11 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I don't normally edit many things out. I think the only times I edit things out is when Eric does something like you've mentioned a couple people's names before and you were like, Hey, can we cut that out? Um, actually Joe mentioned names. Yeah, that we had to cut out. And you said some insensitive stuff a couple of times. I've, not not insensitive, just inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll go with you that. You know when you stubbed your toe and you know something slips out. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like that, but it was really making fun of Greg. How ah, we mm-hmm. should have probably just left it all in there. Who knows? I'm okay with that. I heard a gurgle from someone. Was that, was that you, Kenny? I think that might have been the the bourbon. Mm. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that, Eric. <laughs> All right, Eric's playing Plinko. In. Are we going to wait two more minutes? No, before we go I in? guess we. Are, are I guess we going to go ahead and sneak in. Eric's got what wall should I spray paint? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of walls, you've you've changed the recording studio. There's not as much crap laying around. What? There, everything is still the same. You got a whiteboard now. That was a month ago. That you can like write things on. That was a month ago. I don't know. Mm. It looks cleaner. I did vacuum it today for you. It smells better, too. Yeah, I had a candle in here earlier. And we all have comfortable chairs. Yeah, you've upgraded the chairs. This is big time. Maybe we... is. 
are, do we have all kinds of sponsors and Greg's just pocketing all the sponsorship money? Is that what it is? We're over here losing money. We got to drive to Greg's house. Greg doesn't even have to go anywhere and he's pocketing all the podcast money. <laughs> That's My gosh, sweet, is, sweet is that podcast money? Is is that where the new truck came from? <laughs> new truck the podcast yeah. I money. I wish there was a new truck. And out. I thought it was weird that on the side of the truck it said "sponsored by Mr. Gaddy." So yeah. I was like, "Wait a second. I thought we, wait I a minute. That we was, was supposed gonna, to be on the passenger side. Bad enough that Greg's delivering pizzas too? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my goodness. I mean, you're adding. So what my is wife this? makes you pizza, and you guys didn't share. You, you drink my it bourbon. It was literally in front of you. So where yeah. where is where is my money coming from? Uh, obviously something. I don't know. Did you win the lottery and not tell us? <laughs> I mean, hearts. Yeah. All right, we're 20 minutes into it. <laughs> no, we're, we're 1953. Well, when so. you add the intro, we're over 20 now. Oh. oh, well, let's break 25. Why not? Okay. <laughs> you know the Mandalorian uh, is coming think, out in season people two. Are just, people are like, why do I listen to this? This is such a dumb... If you didn't ask yourself that, episode three, that's on you. I am ready. Song let's performed by Barbara Mandalorian. I mean, Barbara Mandrell. <laughs> I was country when country wasn't cool. Again, Tom Collins produced it, uh, recorded by Barbara Mandrell as part of her live album. The cool, the funny thing is Dave Dudley, who was a country artist back in the uh, in the sixties and seventies, recorded a response to this song. I was country when country wasn't cool. That said, I was country before Barbara Mandrell, because this was that whole pop style of country, and he was more of the traditional stuff. And he was just kind of talking about how she was cashing in on the popularity. They released it as a single. As a single, you know how well the song did. Give it to us. 25th. It did not even chart. (laughs) Apparently people didn't like it at all. Probably because very few things rhyme with Mandrell. Yeah. And then Cletus T. Judd. Bell, yeah. Yeah, You can get some of those, yeah. Yeah. Get a few. Then Cletus T. Judd did one on one of his parody country albums. Um, I was country when country wasn't pop. Which would be a... Shots fired. Blast on some of the ladder stuff but so just so i've got the reference point right here based on the genre that i typically listen to so he was country before barbara mandrell was that like a diss track <laughs> yes it kind of was yeah it will okay. be an egg track <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> a diss track should we i mean greg i'm what do you trying think? to do we sometimes i try to help you but then sometimes dis- you just do it to yourself greg Oh, whatever. Cut that out. Yeah. (laughs) Folks listening at home, just insert your own Greg is old joke there. Yeah, we're just not even going to bother. Golly, Greg. (laughs) Yeah, get on on the Lyrics and Laughs podcast thing, whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Comment uh, an old joke on on Greg. Oh, that could be fun. That could be like a a new weekly thing people could do. Give us five stars. Yep. Hit submit mm-hmm. and then comment uh, something about <laughs> how old Greg is. Hey, go to the Eric and Joe <laughs> Facebook page and, and look at the Facebook Live that Eric did. That was done right before we filmed, as Eric would say, this podcast. Yeah. And tell me who sounds like an idiot and old. <laughs> well, that was an act, Greg. Okay. Is your daily life an act? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> Speaking of the Eric and Joe show, mm. we did announce recently that... Uh, our, our show that was normally just a live stage performance is going to be um, in theater, not theaters. It's going to be in theater, uh, Crown Point Theater in Elizabethtown, Kentucky, uh, December 4th through the 10th. 
and we're very excited about that. So if you if you're in the central Kentucky area, we would love to have you. Or if you're just looking for a reason to get out of Cleveland for a day or two. Yeah, <laughs> come on down. Love to have you. Which, by the way, we have, I have figured out, was not original. The Eric and Joe show is not original idea. Uh, 1980, Barbara Mandrell and her sisters had a show that just happened to feature musical guests and comedy sketches. Hmm. Uh, Sound like anything you guys know about? I'm a no, human. because we're not old and we don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna punch him I'm right in the throat. I'm telling you, it's gonna happen. Is that when this concludes? I had yeah. seen. It's Greg. less about me being yeah. converted. It's just they finally go blow. It's a throat punch. Okay. <laughs> throat punch, and it's Now, when we're not on this podcast, I walk into the office. He's like, "Hey, buddy," and he Was comes it? over and gives me a side hug. Well, it's COVID. I can't give you a front hug. But but I mean, kissing. but then when we walk in here, it's like you take the blinders off. Although those some, big sometimes when Greg, sits, eyes. when Greg sits down to his desk, Eric comes up behind him like a ghost, like Patrick Swayze, and, <laughs> and helps him with typing and things. It's really sweet. Yeah. I'm a doll baby. Greg really thinks so, too. This is not an act. I, I do want to point out Joe's throat punch, like, impressions, a little Harry Carey. Hey, Harry, Harry, get <laughs> a country music fan. Uh, you should do the rest of the podcast as Harry Carey. No, please, please. Uh, remember when straight leg Levi's were cool and Ernie Banks was playing for the Cubs? <laughs> I'll, I'll gladly let you read tonight. Well, the summer that I will can I connect to last week? We when I worked at that summer camp. We did a morning sketch every uh, for for the camp, and uh, we put my a friend and I we played uh, the Safety Brothers because we were trying to teach them about wearing their life jackets and blah blah blah. But the voices we did were complete Harry Carey ripoffs, <laughs> and we did it all summer long. <laughs> <laughs> and now, Kenny, please. we are twenty five minutes and eighteen seconds in, no. and we can get started. Kenny, all right. it, 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 it's all on you, please. It's really good that we're so goal oriented. I think that's solid. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, I'm told it's on me. So, and now a reading. I remember wearing straight leg Levi's flannel shirts, even when they weren't in style. I remember singing with Roy Rogers at the movies when the West was really wild. And I was listening to the Opry when all of my friends were digging rock and roll and rhythm and blues. I was country when country wasn't cool. Another Roy Rogers reference. You know who that is now? Sort of. <laughs> Cowboy. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> uh, straight leg Levi's. Anybody? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wore those. I was never aware in those days. I mean, like, just you just wore what just wore what I had. Yeah. So uh, I, <laughs> probably what my cousin had prior to me, to be honest. So. Yeah. I, I remember wearing uh, uh, acid washed Jordashes uh, when I was a kid. I had those girls jeans. I believe so. I had the <laughs> there's judge. Some, there are some uh, class pictures that I have. I need to post those sometime. Uh, that it looks like my mother hated me. <laughs> It's like, it's like 
she she just wanted me to to just get made fun of and beat up at school, so she would dress me. There's there's one. This will toughen him up. Yeah, <laughs> she could have named you Sue. Yeah, could have done that. She put yeah. girls' jeans on. Yeah, well, she put me in this pink shirt. Mm. This is like class picture. I'm on the front row because mm-hmm. I've always been short. I'm in a pink shirt, and the shirt is kind of baggy. And I'm in these Daisy Duke shorts and the shirt is barely like, it's just long. It's almost like a nightgown where it's almost covering the shorts, but you can see just a sliver of them and all the thigh just taken out. And then my socks are, you know, like tube socks kind of pulled up. Uh, I was, I was, uh, something else. It was a sight to behold. Hmm. We, we talked about this the other, the other day. At what point do you start wearing your your tall white socks with shorts and tennis shoes, it just happens one day. <laughs> right, as, it just happens. As white I mean, males, we will all be wearing those things. Hmm. Greg, when <clears throat> when does that happen? I know I'm waiting for it. Not trying to sit over here waiting for you to say something. I, I mean, I guess how many years have you been doing it? Now? It has not happened to me yet. Oh, thank you very much. You behind the times? I am. Let's, I am. Hmm. So you mentioned washing uh, wearing whitewashed Jordash or stonewashed or whatever. And then, then it became the big deal to wear the jeans that were pretty ripped. Yeah. Have you seen the new fashion trend that they're trying to push? Grass stained jeans oh my gosh, and dirty jeans. They've yeah. got dirt and grass stain built into them already. Goodwill has to be behind this. They're like my, a thousand just, bucks a pair. My kids are nailing that. <laughs> no what in the world? This is, and welcome to Get Off My Long segment of the podcast where we just rip new fashion. <laughs> Fashion's fashion. I mean, what Eric normally wears on a day-to-day basis will come back eventually. No, it's, that's straight fashion. If what I'm wearing right now isn't fashion, then... Kim Kardashian doesn't know what fashion is. Okay. <laughs> you should be, please follow Eric on Instagram for all his fashion <laughs> insights and details. Don't. I haven't posted on Instagram in four years, probably. <laughs> Hashtag influencer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that that's why I'm not getting sponsorships on Instagram. Uh, so she says, I was listening to the Opry. Um, I remember back in the day now... We would we we sometimes actually did listen to the Opry, but I remember watching it more because they had the Nashville Network mm-hmm. back in the day, um, and on Saturday nights I remember being at my grandparents' house and we would actually that would that felt like a routine for us where we would watch the Opry. Um, crazy, I've never been to the Opry. I think you have, right, Eric yeah. and Greg? I assume you probably. Have. I've been there a few times. Uh, I've been backstage at the Opry. That is so cool. That is that was one of the. Actually, I'd tell a quick story with that. So we were invited to come down with uh, T. Graham Brown. He was uh, had a hit song, Wine in the Water. It was out at that time. And so we were going to Nashville. And he said, hey, if you're coming to Nashville, I'm actually going to be on the Opry Saturday night. I'll get you some tickets. We're like, great. So we drive down Friday night, and we were going to stay in a hotel and, and then go on Saturday with my cousin who lives down that way. Well, I get a call on the way down, and they said, hey, T. Graham has been pushed to Friday night, and he's actually going to be hosting a segment of the Opry. So if you want guys want to come tonight, I can get you, we can get you tickets for tonight. Like, yeah, we're on our way down. We can make that happen. So he said, well, you go to the side. Um, there, there's a gate on the side on this road here, go there and they'll take care of me. Like, okay. So I thought it was like, we'll call. So we pull up to this gate. It's a guard shack. And my name's on the list. And he's like, yep, it's parked back here. So we go to park and we park. It looks like Vince Gill in the car beside me. Didn't think anything out of it about it. We get out of the car. 
and we walk to the entrance. Well, the entrance is the artist entrance. I didn't realize we were going to be backstage at the Opry. So cool. we go back there and here we are, you know, and you walk in, in each one of the dressing rooms. You had the Roy Acuff dressing room and a couple of artists were, you know, kind of picking, you know, there and singing. But you're on the side of the stage there at the Opry. And I remember we were standing there and Vince Gill walks up to go on stage. It was just like, hey, how you guys doing? And it was one of the coolest things ever. Seeing it from back there. That's awesome. It yeah, is pretty cool. cool. So. That's but, really cool. But I like it. But I think one of my favorite times ever going to the Opry was at the Ryman Auditorium. Because that's where. Yeah. I'm kidding. I don't know if you were familiar with the Ryman. Only because of my familiarity with Nashville. That's the birthplace oh, yeah. of the Grand Ole Opry. <clears throat> and it is. I mean, it, it's a pretty cool place to, to, to see an Opry show. Yeah, so, I would love. I thought it was cool this year at the ACMs just because of everything they had to do. They. You know, part of it was at the Grand Ole Opry. Part of it was at the Ryman, the Bluebird Cafe. I thought that was a really, that was a cool thing this year at that for that award show. To me, the Opry never gets old. You know, they do the the live commercials and and the hosting thing is all done. It's all traditional radio stuff, the older stuff. Um, but we would, I would used to listen when if we were driving somewhere, I would turn it on whatever six twenty a.m. or whatever on a Saturday night and listen to the Opry on AM radio just like three, four years ago because it has that different sound and it's the grand old Opry. Yeah. So it's still, it's like eight forty AM or something like that. It still plays on in Nashville, right? Yeah. I think six twenty AM, which is WSM. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so is what you're saying, you know, the, uh, the Opry, they have the old Opry floor in the circle right in the middle of, of the stage now. So is that where we should uh, do like episode 50 of lyrics and laughs from the Opry stage? We might make, make that happen. Just get a I card mean, table and sit around the circle. And so, you know, the, the Opry, the original idea for the Opry was intended for Louisville. And they bring it to, I want to say it was WHAS 840. Oh, this is, is going to break my heart, Greg. So, yeah. so they bring um, it, they bring it in and say, Hey, we've got this idea for a barn dance which we want to do on your radio station. And they're like, no, we can't do it at this time because we have an opera that performs every Saturday night at this time. Cool story. So we, we, we've already, we've already got this. <laughs> I mean, won the world. And so they go South and they find WSM in Nashville and they say, Hey, we want to do this barn dance. And so on the first episode of the barn dance, they said some radio stations have the opera we have the Opry. Oh, this is literally the worst thing I've, this is the, you've ruined my night. Like, Greg. is this a true story? It's like a true story. Is, I did not know this. This is terrible. Yeah. Look it up. It's actually over there in that book. There's a book over there about so, the history of that. Sounds like WHAS has <clears throat> passed on my some life. good things because it, there was, I, I don't remember the exact story, but it, at some point, David Letterman who was a weatherman in Indianapolis was going to do a show or something on WHAS in Louisville and they passed on it as well. And <clears throat> then he went on to New York and well, started I, his late night career. They did pass on some stuff that ended up being very successful, but they were getting hit by a lot of stuff because they were a clear channel station, not, and there was a clear channel as the brand name later on, but clear channel meant it was a 50,000 watt AM station and there are only so many of those in the country. So they could be heard at night further than anybody else, by the way the AM radio waves work. So 
that's why so many shows and so many things wanted to be on these radio stations. I, I'm not all that concerned about the country music angle here, as you might imagine. Shocker. But the economic implications of that. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you can you can trace that decision to probably a lot of the differences between Louisville and Nashville. I mean, because Nashville is just a, a city that is on fire growth-wise right now. And, you know, have been successful in bringing pro franchises. And it's just, that's, that's wild. I'm furious. <laughs> I'm so mad right now. I, I love country music and I didn't know this and I'm really, I'm really upset. I'm, I don't know if yep. this is something I'll ever get over. And they, they worked their way down the circuit trying to find a spot and ended up in Nashville. WSM. Huh. Good thing for them. All right. So we got more we'll, lyrics. Move on to the lyrics because I'm not going to be, this is like, I'm seriously so angry. <laughs> I could tell. Yeah. I can I'm, tell. Let's see here. I don't I remember circling the drive-in, pulling up and turning down George Jones. I remember when no one was looking and I was putting peanuts in my coat. Pause right there. there. We go. Actually, you guys, I've got a treat for you tonight. I read we read that lyric and I thought I've never put peanuts in my coke. What was the lyric? I'm sorry. I was I was pouring. So it says I was putting I, or uh, I remember red. circling the drive-in, pulling up and turning down George Jones. I remember when no one was looking and I was putting peanuts in my coke. Okay. So I've never done that. I've never put peanuts in my coke. Greg, you, mm-hmm. we talked earlier. You said you you actually had done something different. There's a drink in Central Kentucky called Ski, okay. which is kind of like Mountain Dew in a way, somewhat. You shut your dirty mouth. Well, for those folks elsewhere, that's the only way I could kind of explain. It's green in color. That's about the only simile. Ski is so much better than Mountain Dew. Ski is great. It's 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 citrus beauty is what it is. But I remember my papa would take me to the Gold Post in uh, in in Summersville, and we would I could choose either getting a bologna and cheese on cracker or putting peanuts in my ski. <laughs> Thanks grandpa for the treat. Bologna and crackers. <laughs> it wasn't just regular bologna. It was the slab bologna. It's where they cut it off oh, the roll. Yeah. So, so it's extra gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's room temperature. <laughs> and, 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 or you could get pickle dog. You ever had pickle dog? Oh my God. <laughs> and while you're in there, get something for the horse too. Pickle dog. I don't know what that is. That sounds so gross. You've never had pickle dog? No. We're going to have pickle dog in the office. Oh no. Oh yes. no. I'll try it because I we like get the most smell foods. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so You dip it in cream cheese. Which, oh, never mind. I don't like it anymore. I have a friend that's from uh, Eastern Kentucky, and he was, t- he was telling me one time he was like, uh, "Oh yeah, my grandmother she uh, she she makes this uh, this hot dog stuff, and it's so good. It's called hot dog sauce." And I was like, "Nope, I do not want that. I'm going to. That's a hard pass for me." All right. Anyways, I got Coke for everybody. And of course, we've already mentioned the peanuts that are on the table. I'm going to go get the Coke. I got Eric a Diet Coke because I'm a doll Thank baby. You. And so I'll be right back. You guys talk okay. amongst yourselves. Yeah. Why can't we have pickle dog? Yeah, that sounds awful. It, it, it's, it's not. It, it's actually, look, we had, we watched the Tennessee Titans game and we had the redneck charcuterie board. Well, yeah, but we could put pickle dog in the redneck charcuterie board. <sighs> I would I like to know. try it. I really would. We can do that. What, I what, what is it? Like, what legitimately is it? It's like, uh, it's rolled hot dog. It's like a Polish sausage, you know, you see it in the rolls. 
in a jar that's it's pickled. It's pickled. Okay. All it's got right. a you know bitter taste to it. It's actually pretty good. Huh. I, are we still talking about pickle dogs? <laughs> we are. They are, and you left, and I didn't know what to do. <laughs> so how do we get the pickles in the Coke? Like drop them one at a time? You mean the peanuts? Or, you know, <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got pickles on the brain. <laughs> I would say what you would do is open. You got to drink a little bit out of the Coke. All right, let someone open my Coke. Uh, hold on, hold on. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, they're all there. Pickles in your Coke. That's one of the worst things I've ever heard. Hey, our friend Morgan, uh, you may want to tune out because if you hate the sound of people eating, you're going to really hate the sound of us drinking Coke and uh, and eating peanuts. (laughs) (laughs) You would think we've got a Foley guy now. We've got a sound effect guy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we're not actually yeah. doing any of this we just did have I, someone that's <laughs> did i drink enough of the coke do i need to drink more and i think you've got to put quite a bit at, i, I mean, mean according to the pictures i looked at it's it's all on i mean you're you're a rookie to this so little goes a long way you can uh, make you can make a, a funnel over the top of your or or like you're doing Kenny, the, two actually, at a time i feel like are we sure this is right this like she wasn't fun. crushing these and putting them in another type of coke <laughs> <laughs> it was the early 80s so any yeah. <laughs> shooting will like shots it's, it's really can't. it's really hard to throw them in there all right i'm yeah. i'm now putting all mine in there glad i vacuumed my floor that's why i thought i'd throw peanuts all over the place <laughs> i feel like i've got i feel like i've got enough peanuts in there yeah okay and then we shake it up oh no <laughs> and, and then you open it <laughs> this is riveting listening so this, to this is like a i mean i I just have never thought of this as being a country thing, but I looked up some articles and apparently, you know, this is a thing people do. There's a on Esquire magazine. Uh, they had an article that says why you need to put peanuts in your next Coke. And it says it's a sweet, sweet and a salty and sweet paradise you deserve. Next episode, can we put Mentos in Coke? <laughs> We're doing that. We're going to do that in Eric's kitchen. I feel like that's that. There's the oh, Instagram. Okay. There's the Instagram. Greg is about to explode. What did you do different? Yeah, we got to. Oh yeah, I, I didn't drink good. enough of that. Yeah, got to get some good Instagram posts here. Um, so this this person that that is writing this article says that according to the National Peanut Foundation Federation site, the practice likely originated in the night. 1920s when workers with dirty hands didn't want to touch their peanuts so they just dumped them in their coke <laughs> did i burp i don't know i wasn't paying attention there okay i'm like a monkey sometimes you just put something in front of me and i just read it and all right, are we ready to try so this? What, what do we do? <laughs> you drink it. <laughs> the Coke? Yeah. yeah. All right, here we go. Peanuts. Cheers to, Cheers to, to trying this. Yeah. The Barber Mandrell. <laughs> <laughs> Tastes like Coke. Yeah. Yeah. I don't taste much of the peanuts. Well, you got the peanut. I gotta get, do I get to get the peanut? Like, mm-hmm. I, I drink the peanut? You drink mm-hmm. the peanut? This yeah. is only the third time I've had nuts in my Coke. 
Mm. <clears throat> well, thank you, Barbara Mandrell, for this treat tonight. Was that when you made a balloon animal? I'm going to take some more peanuts. I yeah. think I need more peanuts in there. I put a bunch, at least 30 or 40. Yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> so it's good. You, you can mentioned- pause the podcast, by the way, and go to your local five star and pick up uh, a Coca-Cola and peanuts. There's no pausing. No one's with us anymore. <laughs> so you mentioned earlier that, that Barbara Mandrell had, had basically a variety show, and it was called Barbara Mandrell and the Mandrell Sisters. Yep. Uh, if I, I would be kind of offended, I think, if yeah. I'm the other Mandrell Sisters. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, was she the oldest? She had the hits. She did have the hits. She is the oldest. Remember, yes. she was, I mean, she has a ton of awards behind her. She had, she was very popular. Matter of fact, I think she had like a Barbara Mandrell Museum, yeah. which is across the street of where the current Country Music Hall of Fame is. Of course, it's not open anymore, but I mean, she even opened up a museum of her own stuff for her fans. But it, when did... So the variety show came like after her career? While her during. career was going on, it was during oh, okay. it. Oh, okay. It, it is crazy to think like this is a person that was so popular. She's the first female... She's the first back-to-back Entertainer of the Year winner. Um, not just female, but the first to ever do it back to back. So, I mean, this is a person that was extremely popular, had a variety show on NBC. And now, I I mean, I would venture to guess most country music fans aren't familiar with her stuff. What else did she sing? (laughs) Oh, Oh, Kenny, I'm so glad you asked. So glad you asked. By the way, she had, uh, it was 13 years between the time she released her first single to she had her first number one hit. Honestly, this might have been the song we should have done, "Crackers" by Barbara Mandrell. Yeah, that would have been good. Or can I can I give you a, can I give you just a taste of the chorus? You sure can. You can eat crackers in my bed anytime, baby. Baby, you can kick off all the covers in the middle of the night. You can sleep with the window open wide. Do anything as long as you're by my side. You can eat crackers in my bed anytime. Thank you. I mean, I'm, that song is fantastic. I made the kids listen to that today. <laughs> so I put, it, I put it on and Will and Cindy were both like, what is this? And then I got to the chorus and they were like, oh, okay, this is kind of weird and fun. I like it. So as, as popular as she was, she only has six number one hits. Yeah, I had to look that up two or three different times to make sure it was right. Because I thought she would have had more than that. Mm. But uh, 25 albums, six number one hits. It was like 13 years from the first time. She had a hit, I mean, from her first out, her song released to her first hit, which was her first hit. Mm-hmm. Ooh, sleeping single in, in the double, double bed. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Should we move on with the rest of the lyrics, Eric? Probably so. I'm intrigued. But by, by the way, these songwriters, though, these songwriters were put together as a songwriting duo, and at one point they were they were this this Collins guy, which was the producer. They wrote stuff for a lot of his people. See Phil's brother. <laughs> he, uh, they were writing a song a week. Yeah, that they were they were getting out out there. Not they, Phil's brother. No, not Second Phil's cousin. brother. No, and I don't think the drink was named after him either. Nephew, the Tom Collins. I don't think I'm really digging this. The Coke and peanuts. I, I'm trying to reconcile the fact that I have bad. three drinks in front of me in this podcast right now. <laughs> yeah. Like seriously, I'm I'm technically yeah, four. This is I'm on board with this. It's good stuff. So they also wrote Ronnie Millsap Smoky Mountain Rain. Smoky Mountain Rain. Yeah. I wouldn't have missed it for the world. I wouldn't have missed it for the world. <laughs> no, that's not how that goes. 
I want to see how this goes. And Sylvia's nobody. Sylvia is nobody, so yeah. get out of my house. <laughs> okay, maybe maybe we should go back to the Sylvia. lyrics. Sylvia. And the rest of the lyrics here? My, my Sylvia. <laughs> Not even close. Sylvia. 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 Speaking of Phil Collins. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got more lyrics? We didn't start a fire. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. How much How much did we just lose? How much money did we just have to pay? No one's going to recognize that. <laughs> None Nobody's of those references were accurate, so I don't think they'll pick up on it. Yeah. Yeah, we're safe. <laughs> I feel like, so I put the lid back on my Coke, and I feel like it's getting ready to explode. It is so tight. Can we put Mentos in next week? <laughs> yes. In the Greg's studio? Yes. Yeah. No? Oh. Going to Eric's house. Oh, okay. That makes sense. You couldn't hurt it anymore. <laughs> Do they have watermelon-flavored Mentos? Probably. Okay. Mm. You want to do more lyrics, or, or are you just going to... Oh, yeah. I took a lot of kidding. Greg knows. Because I never did fit in. Now look at everybody trying to be what I was then. I was country when country wasn't cool. Ooh. I was country <laughs> when country wasn't cool. I was country from my hat down to my boots. I still act and look the same. What you see ain't nothing new. I was country when country wasn't cool. They call us country bumpkins. We're sticking to our roots. I'm just glad we're in a country where we're all free to choose. Amen. Because I was country, the country wasn't cool. And then this, I think this is the part where George comes in. Is that right? Mm, or was it earlier? No, I, I think this is. Okay, so George Jones comes in, and I mean, he just, he just slays it. He says, hey, I was country. I'm George Jones. Country That's the thing, he does it. So I guess it's kind of a, uh, it's kind of a hidden, hidden cameo, so he never says his name. No, I'm, I was kidding. <laughs> but they do that a lot of times, yeah. those country songs. Here. Like, ladies and gentlemen, George Jones. Yeah. I, I don't know if you've seen um, Ken Burns, who does all these documentaries. Uh, I've, the one on Vietnam War is, is incredible. Um, but he did one on country music. And it's this. So this podcast was not necessary. <laughs> 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 there is nothing less necessary in this world than this podcast but yet we find ourselves here on wednesday nights but he he does uh does did that that documentary and it's really really well done it's it's great and barbara mandrell actually talks about where this song came from she's like 13 years old and she was tour a touring musician she could play steel guitar she could play all this music and she was um, she actually had went on tour, I think with George Jones and some other people, Patsy Klein. So for this to kind of come back all those years later, kind of full circle, it's, it's kind of a, it's a little neat story there, but, uh, she talks about that in the, uh, at least on the, you can go to PBS on their doc on their website and you can search for those videos. There's a, a book, uh, Ralph Emery. I don't know if you remember him. It's a Nashville network, Nashville, baby. Nashville now on the Nashville network. Ralph Emery wrote a, wrote a book called A View from Nashville. And every chapter is a different story that are like little bitty 
looks into the different artists' lives that are pretty pretty unique stuff. Yeah. Pretty cool. Was he atop the Batman building? I don't think the Batman building was there then. Oh. <laughs> now for anyone that has never been to Nashville, they're like, what are you talking well, about? It's the tallest building. All I can think about is the view from Nashville. WHAS would have said yes to the Opry. Louisville would have the Batman building. Kenny, I I somehow moved past that. Um, Sorry. Can't let it go. I'm Batman. Kenny must like peanuts in this Coke. You keep going back to them. You know, I figure if I'm going to have the experience, I don't know what's going on. I mean, you have more peanuts than Coke now. And you have a a handful of peanuts. You're (laughs) drinking peanuts out of the Coke while eating peanuts out of your hand. I finally am enjoying this podcast. All right, we can quit. Now we have to have peanuts and Coke every week. For Take it. He's got his demands now. <laughs> it's fine. Greg's apparently making money on this, so he can buy the peanuts and Coke. I lost the profit. I got to clean the studio now. Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, good news is we got peanuts for next week. They're all on the floor. <laughs> was Greg old when old wasn't cool? <laughs> I don't no. know how to answer that one. No, I don't either. So does George Jones have lyrics? Yeah, it's, he basically says I was country when country wasn't cool a few times, and then the song ends. No, they didn't have like a another perspective. Well, he was country from his hat down to his, whoa, my boots. <laughs> he does sing it really funny. Yeah, he does. And, and she even comments, and I guess it's kind of a famous thing that George Jones would never sing this, the song the same way twice he always would like do something different and she comments it on it in that video uh i think it's weird barbara mandrell who's still alive basically doesn't perform anymore like you don't hear anything from her you don't see her her last performance was in 1997 uh she did a concert at the grand Ole opry in october of 1997 and that's the last public performance she's done and she's one of the few people that is still an active member of the Opry that is not regularly performing. Right. Because there's a requirement about that. Don't that you have sense. to perform once a year or twice a year yeah. or something like that? It's, it's weird. So, I don't know. Hmm. Barbara and Joel, if you're listening, and like Kenny said earlier, and we know you are. And and she was one of those artists that appeared on a ton of different TV shows. too. When she was really popular in country music, she made a ton of cameos on, I think, your favorite show, Eric, uh, Murder, She Wrote. Oh, I love Murder, She Wrote. She was basically on every show that's like for for an older generation. It's like uh, Touched by an Angel, Empty Nest, Diagnosis Murder, Dr. Quinn Messon Woman. Newer demographic. And then somehow Baywatch. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, that's what it says. She never made it to the love boat. Walker, Texas Ranger, The Rockford Files, Baywatch. Her and Pam Anderson were just trotting down the beach together. Yeah. She was the experienced lifeguard. Grandma. <laughs> experienced lifeguard. <laughs> oh, man. Are we done? Did we do it? Did we cover it all? We literally talked 20 minutes mm-hmm. about the song. Well, that's that's nothing new. I mean, he's he's warmed up. He's went through a lot of peanuts and Coke. We didn't set the world on fire with this one, but Kenny seemed to enjoy it. There were snacks. I think the problem is when we eat, we get too distracted. Well, there's also an NBA you game think? on behind us. Yeah, the NBA game's on. We're we're uh, eating snacks and drinking Cokes and things. And so it's like we, we can't focus. We have enough trouble focusing anyways. And this that didn't help. 
Yeah. I, I regret bringing the coke. No, I don't. Too I this. No. many yeah. squirrels. It's a great song, though. It is. It was worthy of a segment on Lyrics and Laps. I agree. Eric, Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Dang it. With peanuts. <laughs> Have I told you what my daughter starts? Did I talk about this last week with Jinx? No, she I don't does. Think so. Oh, my gosh. She doesn't understand how Jinx works. <laughs> so you could say something. So just say anything. Doesn't matter. Say it. Jinx. 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 So she'll. S- She'll repeat what you say. He really messed that up for you. He did. Okay. He, he, so, it was like so the she worst word say, you could have said. Yeah, she would say, oh, peanuts. Oh, peanuts. Jinx. <laughs> Constant. It's so irritating. <laughs> oh. All right, Eric. It's time. Kenny, you country music fan? Nope. Cool. Good night. He's <laughs> just trying to get back to his peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say goodnight, Fairdale. You, you have before. I have? Mm-hmm. The, remember the night we did it where it was like all backwards? It was oh, all messed right. up. All right, let's do that again. You already said it. Kenny, you asked me if I'm a country music fan. I'll say no. Greg's not going to remember. <laughs> then you just say goodnight, Fairdale. I don't know. But that's the same. Yeah. <laughs> all right, here we go. Greg, you make fun of me for being old. Eric, you're old. <laughs> Cataracts. I don't know. That was my best impersonation, Greg. Eric, are you a country music fan? Rap music's the best. I don't know. Good night, Fairdale. Thanks for listening to Lyrics and Laughs. Please subscribe to and rate our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartMedia, Anchor.fm, TuneIn.com, and your other favorite podcasting platforms. And be sure to share it with your friends. Also look for the Lyrics and Laughs podcast on Twitter and Instagram for sneak peeks in the next week's episode. Just search Lyrics Laughs Pod. And if you need more of a Lyrics and Laughs fix, check out our classic country Lyrics and Laughs playlist on Spotify. It is updated weekly and currently features over five hours of country gold. Thank you again for listening to Lyrics and Laughs. We look forward to seeing you again next week for episode number 30.